the Tea Health Show, your medical lifestyle podcast, brought to you by the Tea Clinic. Good morning, I'm Dr. Mark. This is the Tea Health Show. In studio, our producer today, behind the buttons, Sister Elise. Good morning. <laughs> and um, then I've invited our nutritionist, uh, Nikki Robertson, and a personal trainer who's also a patient in our practice, Reinhard Smith. Morning, guys. Good morning. morning. Okay. So, um, we are concluding our series on weight management today. And I think we have a very interesting topic. I want to see how this one plays out. Um, Nikki, you came up with the idea when we planned the series. And it's... Um, I cannot exercise myself in. Yeah. So we've asked Reynat, who specializes in physical exercise, to join us. And, um, you know, it's Cecilie's. Do you want to start us off? I know that you have a couple of questions. I do. I think there's misconceptions out there about um, one specific thing that I think about. And this is out of a layperson's um point of view is when I sweat a lot when I exercise, do I lose weight? <sighs> no. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I remember in the 80s we were all wearing sweatpants. Yes. And these, you see people and running sauna with these plastic. And yeah, exercise no. and going it's through really the sauna. It's really good for detoxification. You know, for your skin health and, and sweating out toxicity, but no, it's, not gonna, it's not fat, unfortunately. But isn't no, no. it more thermal regulation mm. as well? You might overheat and yeah, pass yeah. out, okay. but no, it's not going to solve an overweight issue in the long term, for sure not. Yeah. Can I weigh in on that? Mm. Yeah. So it was interesting. I read an article um, on the different types of fat, brown fat versus white fat. Now mm -hmm. they've identified a third type of fat. Nikki, I think I spoke to you about mm -hmm. one, beige fat. It's a horrible color beige. Mm. Um, <laughs> no, you hate beige. I hate beige. <laughs> so um, brown fat, which is um, the more active kind of Fat, which Isn't that the old fat? No. No, babies have brown fat. That's what <laughs> brown, makes them chubby. Brown fat mm. is what regulates uh, temperature and energy. Mm. Okay, Met metabolism yeah. as well. White okay. fat is more of a bad kind of fat if mm. you want to. It's got some good attributes, but mm. it's generally seen as a little bit of... Um, the inflammatory. A, a negative one, yeah. yes. It's, mm. it's pro-inflammatory and it sits around your visceral organs. Um, how you activate brown fat. And this is by cooling the body down. Okay. So, um, you know, what, what we used to do in the 80s by trying to heat the body up um, has been now you try and cool the body down. Mm. So this is your cold water immersions, uh, sleeping in a cool room, wearing cool clothes, being in a cool environment oh, wow. That's because you actually activate the, the mitochondria That's right. for brown yeah. fat. I didn't know what was the craze. Okay. So, there's a simple question. Why do we need to exercise? What is the benefit of exercise? Because I think as we all agree, the benefit of exercise as we understand it is not on weight. Uh -huh. And you know what, I think that's an important distinction Very that much. we have to make. You know, 
and I think you can elaborate further on the physical, the reasons why we, we exercise from a purely physical health point of view, but from a brain health point of view. Um, exercise is critical from a mood regulation point of view, you know, making sure that we are you know, using our adrenal secretions in, a, in the most effective way, that we're not building up levels of cortisol, that when we are um, training and we are you know, balancing our neurotransmitters, we are less likely to be storing fat in fat storage sites like our visceral fat because we are managing that, that, that cortisol expression. So when our cortisol levels increase, it triggers the liver to drip feed um, glucose into the blood, whether or not we're eating a high glucose diet, because the brain is saying there's danger and we're not exercising that mechanism, which means if there's danger, you run away from it or you pick up something heavy or you, you apply your physical body to the problem. We're not applying our physical bodies. We're sitting in chairs most of the time. Absolutely. So from a mental health point of view, exercise is absolutely critical and critical as we age because if you don't use it, you lose it. So you're referring to about epinephrine, nor epinephrine, yes. adrenaline, nor adrenaline, um, mm. cortisol, mm. Uh, glucagon kind of secretion from your adrenal Precisely. Glands. And it also stimulates the production of BDNF, which is the brain-derived neurotropic factor in the brain, which keeps our brains from declining as we age as well. Mm. So there's a multitude of reasons why we should be training pretty much every day or at least six days a week to live long, healthy lives and increase our health span more than just the lifespan. So, um, Reynard, before I ask you, where do we start with training? Is it fair to say that we exercise to keep the body healthy? In other words, keeping joints mobile, muscles strong, cardiovascular fit more than for Losing weight. 100%. 100%. So it's a case, it's a case of, of um, resistance, resistance training increases, increases bone, bone density. density. Okay, so, so in terms of aging, that's, that's a, a must. must. Well, well, if you if don't, you want, don't to want to fall over. over. Is, it, is it, sorry <laughs> that I interject, no, 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 no. is it resistance training or weight bearing so exercise? Is it, is it the same? Resistance, resistance training is any movement that... that Bears, bears weight, weight or there's, or there's a, load a load on the body, on the musculoskeletal system, on the joints, the joints and, and muscles, muscles spanning those, those joints. joints. So, so that, so that could, could be body, body weight, weight as well. As well. So okay. if I ask, you know what, um, Sister Lisa and I in the practice, and Nikki, I think you see it a lot with your mm. patients, osteopenia, osteoporosis, mm -hmm. what are the exercises that we do to prevent that happening when you say, um, resistance exercise. Please explain that because I think it's so important that our patients, especially women, understand the difference between um, normal exercise and exercise to keep your bone mass and bone density up. So, so, so the principle stays the same, but, but my, suggestion my suggestion is always to consult an expert, someone, someone like, like your biogenetist or someone like that. Because, because the, the angles, angles that, you, that work you work at, at the load, the type, the type of equipment, equipment you use, so going, going towards, towards stereo bands, bands, 
knowing, knowing your limits, your limits so, that's so that's why you need a professional to look at you, at you and go, okay, well, okay, well you've, you've had, had uh, erosion, erosion in certain, certain areas, areas your knee doesn't, doesn't work as well as it should, so we can't do squat anymore, we can't do a lunge anymore, but we can do an extension with a band that keeps the resistance curve constant and in a good place, but doesn't overload joint. So, so um, those, those are the kind of things you can say, yeah, going, going to a professional, professional doing basic, basic exercises that, that would be seen, seen as rehabilitation type exercises, type exercises for, let's say, the joints of the fingers. fingers. You know, you know, basic, basic grip, grip and shift and, and movement type, type exercises, you know, which a professional will get you to do. So, so it's not a case, case of, of I need to put this aerobic video on and jump around, around that, kind that kind of thing. thing. You, can you can spend, spend half, half an hour and saw the next, next day, day, but not have moved, moved around, around a lot, you know. So yes, it's the type of load, how it's administered the load, all of those things are critical for safety. You know, you and, know to and to then be effective. effective. Safety, Safety and effectiveness, and effectiveness go, hand go hand in hand, hand because, because people have a tendency to throw weights around, around and, and, and I'm just looking for form. Whereas, Whereas if, if you, you can, can improve technique and form, form you, actually you actually improve the effectivity of exercise, exercise and, and you reduce the rest, the rest of, exercise. of exercise. Look, anything, anything that you do a lot of there is your chance of risk, your risk factor goes up, obviously. Okay, but, okay, but the risk, risk outweighs the benefit, benefit outweighs the, the, the risk when it comes to exercise and health, health overall uh, for, for, for um, uh, you know, to, 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 to age, age well. well. Yeah. So for me, it's very interesting when you say, uh, you know, what safety when it comes to exercise. So I take a look at these people that CrossFit. <laughs> where they run and then suddenly they have to pluck mm -hmm. this weight up and down. And, you know, most of them are using weights that are too heavy. Mm -hmm. And it's not a controlled movement, mm -hmm. which damage not only muscle and joints. Mm -hmm. So my, my wife, my character loves <laughs> but you also see quite a, a strange adaption in CrossFitters, especially females who do CrossFit. The body, when you're picking up yeah, weights with incorrect big. form, the compensatory muscles, everything else that shouldn't be, you know, your body compensates by trying to prevent injury. So you end up overcompensating on one side and not building the stabilizers and those, uh, focusing on joints and, and ligament health. Or, or strength first and foremost. So you see a very strange disparity yeah, with yeah. the cross look, look at torso so width. width. Yeah. Most, most cross cross competitors, competitors, including, including females. females. Very, very wide, wide torsos. torsos. Yeah. Is it because of a core? Uh -huh. uh -huh. And adaption because, because there's, there's a, lot a lot of weight bearing overhead. Ah. So yeah, the spine needs to be protected so over time, time that, that increases. So this, so this is, I mean, this is anecdotal. This yeah. is from, from no, we actually from see it in our practice. That's well, I mean, yeah. So, so I mean, I, I, I think there should be some studies out there. But I mean, this is what we see. I mean, this is what I work with as well, and it's a common trend. And if you look at the top athletes in the world, most of them wide, thick torso, and Look, Look, I'm, I'm not bashing cross, cross because, because there's a lot of other uh, types, types of, of exercise and sport that are that just, just dangerous. dangerous. Uh, but, uh, but these people are taking, taking their bodies, bodies to the, the limit. limit. And, and sometimes, sometimes 
on the, on the limit there's a risk, risk and unfortunately the competition is higher, so that's why something like the amount of load that needs to be moved at the pace that it needs to be moved at. All factors that, that I consider when I look at exercise, you know, which seems simple there to competition, but all things that I consider when I train someone, especially if they are what you would call special population, so that's anyone. That that's older or has an injury. I waited for that. I waited for that. I have a very him. It's all of us. <laughs> it's all of us. <laughs> Special population. But that's also what makes women fearful of picking up weights. They look at CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Women who compete in CrossFit, they go, I don't look like that. But you won't look like that. You, you, won't. you won't. Yeah, yeah because, because we're not, we're not talking, talking about, about the, doing that. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, 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 and the, the overuse of performance-enhancing drugs. Exactly. So, so they will... Argue, argue that that's not, not they get in, in place, place, but, but yes, yes, it's, 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 it's in all major, major sports. Sport, I, mean, I mean, we've, 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 we've seen, seen the, the things come out, so, so yes, yeah, yeah, that, yeah that, 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 that contributes to it, to it as, well. as well. But you but know, you know yes, yeah, 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 um, this, um, this is also years, years and years and years and years, years of strenuous exercise. exercise. I, need I need to, most females come to me and say, I don't want to look that, I want to get too big too quickly. I said, if that was a problem, then everybody would be in shape. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that was in the gym. gym. That's not, not an issue, issue for you. Hormone, hormone levels are kind of kind of virtually impossible. Yes, yes, yes. yes, 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 yes. It, it takes a very, very long, long time. time. Mm. Okay. So I think we've established the role of exercise. The role of exercise is to keep the bones, the brain, mm-hmm. the muscles, and the cardiovascular system functional, mm-hmm. strong. Uh, can, can we go into the brain still? Because that fascinates me. Mm. Is it because of the endorphins? That's one part. And there's extra blood flow and extra oxygen availability in the brain. Um, So that's your primary driver. But BDNF, which is your neurotropic factor, is an anti-inflammatory compound in the brain. Okay. So it works against uh, the buildup of amyloid, etc., etc. So it is, uh, you know, preventing Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, neurodegenerative um, conditions like dementia. Uh, Can you physical? exercise yourself mentally healthy? No. Yes. Well, yes. yes and no. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think it's part of the, the story, but it's there not the was, whole story. There's actually in the, in, in the past year, I've started seeing more and more studies that show that running has the same effect on depression as antidepressants. It does. But then you get some extreme cases where people turn their OCD or their bipolar into an obsession with training. That's my that, next question. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, for the average person, I'd say if you're feeling low and you're full of anxiety, your best cure before you go and take a pull is definitely Movement. train six days a week. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be for an hour at a time. Even, even 20 minutes will, will hit the nail. Yeah. Yeah. But, but so, so, so my suggestion, suggestion around, around that, that would be... Again, Again, go and, go and see, see a professional. professional. It doesn't, it doesn't have, to have to be a personal trainer. trainer. It can be your local, local biokinesis or maybe, maybe a physio that does something like that, that or some, some other, other group class type of yeah. um, that's, that's a little, a little bit more And, and why, why I say this is because of the six days a week you need a very specific plan around that because you can reach a point of overtraining and burnout. 
Um, um, so, so your plan needs to be very specific around that. So, so if you are a, a um, you, you do not you understand, understand the concepts as well as, 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 as the, the professional does, there's, there's a chance, a chance of you over-training and injuring yourself in the long run that, that doesn't help for mental health. Yeah. So, so, exactly. so, most so most people, people have got, got uh, one season an internal, internal locus, locus of, of control, control in terms, in terms of, of uh, that oh, was that enough, enough maybe I shouldn't go tomorrow. I'm a little, I'm a little bit tired, tired, you know, so physically. Um, but, but if you started your journey because of some psychological, psychological aspect, you know, and, and, and I, want I want to regulate, regulate my mood, you, you could cross, cross over, over to the dark, to the dark side, side very quickly. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, yeah, there, there is, is the, that, that like everything else in life, in life it's, it's about balance. balance. Um, um, so, so uh, yeah. And you can't do it alone. You're absolutely correct, yeah, yes. whether it's eating so, well or Okay, so I'm going to throw down a challenge mm. to you because a lot of our listeners are not mm. in the city mm. where they have availability of mm. gyms mm. and chiros mm. and personal trainers and physiotherapists and biokineticists. Mm. Um, some of them are sitting in little rural communities or they're in big cities and they don't have a financial means to go and do all these things. Now, we need to get them active, mm. both for weight loss and, you know, we'll, we'll go back into that. What is the role of exercise and weight loss? But, Reinhard, how do we start with people that are at home no equipment. What do they do? No motivation. Mm. Okay, how do you start with him? I know what I tell my patients, uh-huh. but how do you start? Okay, okay. So, so if you, if don't, you don't have, have any measurement tools, the, 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 the basic thing, thing to look at, to look at so is I would, I would tell people increase your step, step count. count. Okay, be, be more, more conscious, conscious about, about how much, how much you, you move. move. Okay, first, first thing, simple, simple walk, walk, add a, add a walk, walk in every, every day, day, or every, or every second, second day. day. That it's, it's low, low impact, impact. okay, um, and, and you get yourself going. going. We've got, We've got, a, got a, a problem, problem then, no, no motivation. There's, There's some, some point, point where, where you need to teeter-totter effect, the fine line. There's some point where it doesn't matter if you've got no motivation. Okay. Okay. You, just you just need, need to, to start, start doing, doing it. it. At some, At some point, point, motivation should, should follow. follow. Okay. Okay. Once, Once you start feeling better, better. I, mean, I mean, people, people ask me, how do you get to gymnastics? I drag my ass in there at least twice a week. And it's about discipline at some point. But yes, start walking. Start walking, start moving more. That's it. Then we've got technology at our disposal. Once you start feeling like, I have, my, my joints, joints don't, don't hurt, hurt so much when I walk anymore, that kind of thing. thing. Do, Do a basic, a basic Google, Google search, search there's there's YouTube, YouTube, and start, and start with, with search, search low, low impact, impact uh, body weight training, whatever, and follow the video. And then be careful. That's the next thing. When you can cross over to that space. Do things slowly. These things are normally explained quite well. But as but long as, long as, as you, you slow down, down and you don't, and you don't let, let your, your motivation get, get the better of you, you, you should, should be okay. You know, you know so, so we've, we've got, got these things, things that are disposable, but yes, start, start walking, walking, start, start moving, moving more. more. Don't, don't start worrying, worrying about eating better already. already. Normally, Normally, later, later on, people will tell, tell me, I tell people, you get here and you do something. We won't worry about eating now. We won't worry about supplementation now. Because... In, in week, week three, three or four, or four the generally, generally people start going, going then, 
I'm doing this exercise now, but I'm saying it again. Exactly, maybe let's start eating a bit better. But I feel rubbish here. Maybe you know, and then we can start getting details around. Keto and low carb and all that kind of thing. Start simple. Start moving. So it's start moving. What we do in the practice is we tell our patients for one week, every single day, you're going to force yourself to go and look at other people's gardens. But you you also tell them, don't think of it as exercise. No. Think of it as de-stressing. So I don't don't want you to go and exercise to become fit. I want you to exercise to clear your mind and to Mm de-stress. And what I tell them to do is, for the first week, you go and you stroll around the neighborhood once around the block, just once. Mm And look at other people's gardens. And at the end of that week, for the first time, you time yourself. How long it takes you to do your stroll and see what's new in someone's garden. And then you try and shave some time off. And once you can do that comfortably for the next week, you're in two weeks a day. Now, it's not going, oh, my God, I have to go and walk. It's, oh. You know what? Go Let's walk. go and walk, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which which is different. Yeah. Yeah. Nikki, when mm. it comes to diet, mm. how do we start? Mm. So we've spoken about this in our previous shows, but again, how do we make it easy to start? Mm, it isn't easy. It isn't easy because we are inundated with processed foods. So the easiest foods to get hold of, the cheapest foods to get hold of, the stuff that is marketed as good for you is typically not good for you. So if it comes in a box and it's got a list of ingredients, there's going to be a problem there in the long term. So for people with no access to information, that is probably one of the biggest pitfalls because those populations are also inundated with diabetes and heart disease and all sorts of other issues, but very little access to real information. But the thing is... It's eating as nature intended. So if you can just make one change is to... And what would you make the first change? Uh, In my mind, it would be cut out the sugar. Absolutely. But it's not always so easy because sugar is in everything. So if we're taking the sugar out of the the tea and we're not having the Coke, that's fabulous. That's a great start. But we don't... Most people don't realize that there's sugar in everything that's not protein and sugar and everything that is not fat. So we've got to be mindful of where we get our carbohydrates from. Say that again. We've got to be everything that is not protein or fat is sugar. Okay. So even so a complex protein or fat is basically meat, dairy, Dairy uh, still oil. contains a bit of lactose, which is sugar. So it's pure fat, so like oil and meat or oil and fish. Those are the two sorts of macronutrients where you're not going to find any sugars. Not to say carbohydrates are bad for you. Carbohydrates are necessary, very necessary, very important. You can't cut them out in the long term. It's impossible. But the more processed or the more more processing these foods go through to turn them into something they don't resemble in nature, the worse they're going to be on our endocrine system, on our brains and the way we age in the long term. So if it looks like it does when it fell off a tree or is growing on a bush... There's your good carbohydrate. That's your healthy sugar. So I can eat my corn on the cob. Yes. But I should stay away from, from millipub. 
Yes, the bit that comes in the tin with the with all the gloopy sugar in it. So eat the corn straight off the cob. Eat the potato that's growing yeah, in the yeah. ground. Nothing wrong with that. But don't eat the potato fries or the chips that come in the Lay's bag. You know, there's where the potato's gone wrong. So we've got to go back to basics. I mean, mm-hmm. Eat the eggs. Fabulous food. Eat the pilchards if you can't eat the salmon. You know, there's nothing wrong with the tin of sardine, sardines. That's a flipping superfood. Yeah, but we, we think because it's cheap but and it's available. You know now, I remember, oh, I love, my mother used to make the best fish cakes with the sardines and yes. tomato sauce. But yeah. that's not healthy because it's of tomato sauce. There's so little in there. And if you really want to split hairs, you can rinse it off. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. But the, the sardines are really good for you. There's calcium in those bones. It's, it's omega-3s Amigas, and yeah. it's just protein. You know, those are things that are available anywhere at like really cheap and we should be eating that all like not all day but every day you know those are things we should be getting kids used to very much so i was thinking exactly that last night we used to do okay it was on white bread but can of sardines on white bread and that was that was defined loved it as well Mm. i was just telling them when we were children my mother baked bread Mm. and then took pork fat (gasps) spread it on (laughs) and salt and pepper that was a treat yeah but I mean that's fat yeah. and well, carbohydrates. Yeah. So more, so more gut gut from, from, from my from perspective, perspective as a coach. coach that, that is, is the one, one biggest, biggest tool, tool that, that I ask clients to implement is, is to, to eat, eat your, food your food as close, as close to its form, form as possible. possible. It's a so simple, it's natural form. It's, it's, yes. yes. Yeah. Natural, natural form. Okay, you're going to cook, cook certain, certain things, things, obviously. Yeah. I, 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 expect I expect people, if, if I, I see people are struggling with the concept, I will elaborate. But I mean, the average person understands that that's me being cooked and those kind of things. But you know, eat stuff, your food is close as possible to the natural form. What we do in the practice is simple, especially when it comes to gluten. If you can't see how it's grown, like you said, if you can't see it as corn on the cob or yeah, something yeah. like that, you can't have it. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, it's simple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I want to know, I've got another question. So I've seen it often. People exercise the hour at mm-hmm. the gym, and when they walk out, they have a protein bar. Mm-hmm. What's your take on that? Protein bar or protein shake? Protein bar. Protein bar. It's easy. It's there's no it's protein been bar. marketed Mm-mm. as healthy. It's a lie. I'm so sorry. And if there is a manufacturer out there so listening. So let's talk calories as yeah. well. As but let's talk what it's made. It's a highly processed yeah, food. Yeah. And if you look at the macro, macronutrient profiles or ingredients lists on the back, these things are not protein bars. Very often there's three times more sugar than there is protein yeah. in these bars. And there's no label legislation that takes down yeah. any of these issues. You know, very often you see something marketed as high protein. It's, it's negligible amounts of protein, mm-hmm. but we, we trust. Mm-hmm. And it should, be, it, should be very, it should be more regulated. So to date, I don't know of a single protein bar that would meet requirements that I would be happy saying to somebody, yeah, go and do that. Unless they are, they've got, 15% body fat and they're training for a marathon, mm-hmm. yeah, then you can get away with a lot more. But yeah, for yeah. people with high visceral fat mm-hmm. who are needing to lose body yeah, fat, yeah. who are mostly sedentary, you may as well go eat a normal chocolate bar for the same. Yeah, yeah. From a calorie point of view, these are not low-calorie So products. that brings my next question. <laughs> mm. 
How much must I eat, calories must I eat, to lose one kilogram of fat? Depends on the, you specifically. Mm. So generally speaking, you need to burn about 3,000 calories to lose a kilo. Between 3,000 and 5,000 oh, calories. That's crazy. To lose a kilo of fat, to burn a kilo of fat. And how okay, much exercise so, okay, is yes, that? that's my first question. Question, right? Um, how much exercise is that? Days and days and uh, days yeah, of yeah, exercise. That's, that's multiple <laughs> marathons in a row. Yeah, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I, I often said, you know, what you see these guys that do the hour-long um, ultra-spin class. Uh-huh. Mm. And, you know, it, they might burn 500 calories mm. yeah. in, in, in that yeah. hour. Yeah. Yeah. And they never be afterwards. Yes. <laughs> so, um, and this brings us back to that thing mm. about can you exercise yourself? Exactly. Thin? No, no. No. You can no, eat, eat yourself. Okay. Say that again. <laughs> no, can no. you exercise yourself? No, no. Okay. So how do you change your body composition? Go. Okay. So let's just step back a little bit. You were saying that people come and they start training and they see results. And then eventually, not long after they start training, after seeing some results, things plateau off. And that's when you start talking nutrition. Mm-hmm. And I see that in inverse in my practice. So people come to me and they are determined to lose body fat. And they're balls to the wall. And off we go. We, we're going at we this. we know what happens when you balls, balls to the wall. Exactly. And they shoot out at the starting gate. And yeah, some people lose five kilos in two weeks of fat. You know, but it's going to, the handbrake's going to go up really quickly because if you're not training and you're not doing everything you need to do, you can't just do one thing and expect permanent results. That's not how things work. Yeah. But, uh, Nikki, sorry that I interject. Mm. How do they lose 5% body fat in the first month? Okay. So how we, do they do that? I'm talking about people who eat rubbish and are now eating clean mm. for the first, times, first okay. time in their life. Yeah. So okay. they have made an extreme change. Okay. It's not somebody who's eating moderately well and making a yeah. small tweak here and there. Okay. These are extreme, you know, and people with and a good 40 kilos to lose. Precisely. Mm-hmm. So we see dramatic changes. And then over time, it just, it slows and it slows. And this is where I say, now you've got to go see a trainer, a biokineticist. You need to train. You've got to start with three days a week. It has to be a combination of cardiovascular and, and weight-bearing exercise. And you probably some um, sort of neuro neuro work as well so you're stretching Mm -hmm. and you're strengthening of the small muscle groups not just compound exercise Mm -hmm. so it has to be a very holistic way of approaching movement and it has to be fun because if it's not fun it's not sustainable Mm -hmm. so you have to train with somebody if you've never done it before so that's really you can't although you know exercise is not going to make you thin but neither is eating alone for you know, if this is going to be a lifestyle, if this is a, we're looking at a long-term solution to a really chronic problem. We can't just apply some quick, quick, easy fixes to this and expect results for life. This is to be a complete lifestyle change if you really want to have good body composition, which includes movement. But it can't be, it's not one or the other, ever. It is both. And it's got to, whether it's nutrition, which is tailored to an individual, exercise has to be tailored to an individual. There's no one size fits all anywhere in life. So that's the trick, and that's the nuance that's often missed when you don't work with somebody who can guide you through what needs to be done, at least initially anyway. Okay, so, Raynard, over to you. Why can't you exercise yourself? 
because of exactly what you said now. Why shouldn't you exercise yourself? And that's my next question. Because you will burn yourself out and injure yourself. Most likely. Because the amount of effort you need to put in, that is, will not be safe. The risk was just too high. And even then, there's a point where as... Your body, your body will switch, will switch to, to a position, so I don't know exactly, exactly you could tell, tell me this, but where, where it, it would shift, shift over, over to a position where it's uh, in, in self-preservation self mode, and you and will you be will burning, burning, using more muscle, muscle stores, which means you lose muscle mass, mass and it holds on to fat. So that process, and then it's counterproductive in terms of what you would want to do. So yes, it is a case of... The age-old calorie, calorie deficit, deficit does, does work, work okay, to, to an extent, mm -hmm. but it depends on what the calories look like. Okay, like I said earlier, it depends on whether or not you are an average individual whose hormones and body and digestive tract function the way it should. Simple as that. And whether or not, yeah, psychological factors, stress. So what you alluded earlier, if you don't have the right... Hormones, hormones, you, you have total high cortisol levels, levels promote fat storage, we explain that in detail. detail. Um, um, so, stress, stress some, some people lose weight, weight when they stress. They stress. Uh, uh, I've got a great guy. They don't use fat, no, exactly. they yeah, use yeah. muscle. Yeah, 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 no, exactly. exactly. So, that, so that caused the body's body stress state, state that goes back to what I said earlier. So, may I explain what happens when the body goes into stress? You have a stress reaction which is twofold. The first acute reaction, which you are usually unaware of because it happens so fast, is your adrenaline reaction. And what adrenaline does in the body is it speeds up your heart rate, it pushes glucose from temporary storage mm -hmm. immediately into the bloodstream, it causes vasodilation, and it accelerates your breathing so that you can flee mm -hmm. should you need to. Your secondary uh, stress reaction involves cortisol. So adrenaline that is secreted from your adrenal glands now triggers the hypothalamus and the pituitary gland to activate the release of cortisol also from the adrenal glands. Now, cortisol should be short-lived, mm -hmm. and the effect of cortisol is actually quite simple. It does two things. It elevates, or let's put it this way, it regulates your blood pressure, and it regulates glucose. And in the event where you are stressed and cortisol elevates, your blood pressure goes up, so it's bad for your cardiovascular system and you start taking glucose out of more temporary storage, which is your muscle, mm -hmm. and you push it into your bloodstream. Mm -hmm. And excess glucose in the bloodstream elevates insulin levels, which is inflammatory. So now you have an inflammatory process with lots of insulin circulating, and I always tell my patients, what you need to remember is insulin is a transport vehicle. Mm -hmm. The more of them there are on the road, 
the worst damage is caused to the road surface, so the bottles, etc., etc. So it leads to endothelial damage, which now cholesterol starts becoming a role because cortisol also releases fat into the blood. And that's your stress reaction. So if you keep this high, you break down muscle and push everything into your fat stores. And I think if we understand that concept, that overtraining or starvation, both are stress reactions, which causes damage, not only on uh, endothelial or vascular level, but on a neurological level as well, through the role that it has in inflammation. I think we've done well. And added to which, most people don't get enough recovery. They don't sleep well. Exactly. That's it. That's, that's where the body, where the body grows. grows. So, 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 so that, 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 that leads, leads into, into what I was going to say in terms of, of um, there is, is a, f- again, again, fine, fine line. line. There's, There's a point, point where, where even in the state, state that you describe now, now, Mark, some, some exercise, exercise is still beneficial. beneficial. Because, because the body, the body works, works on the user, 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 user principle. principle. So, so initially, if we don't talk body in a stress state, state like you explain now, major, major stress state, state. We, 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 the body, the body adapts, adapts by adding, adding muscle, muscle because, because there's, there's a an progressive, progressive overload, overload over time. Over time. That's, That's how it how adapts. adapts. So, so there's a user or user principle that we talk about. So if you don't move the weight around, whatever that load looks like, the body, the body gets, gets rid, rid of, of muscle, muscle because, because it costs, it costs it too, too much, much calories, calories to oh, keep that's, it. That's such a brilliant way of putting it. It, 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 it costs, costs too much calories, calories and, 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 and we're not set, set up, up that way. So, so there's, there's a point, a point even, even during, during that, that phase, phase, if you're in that phase, that some resistance training could assess because you are triggering the body to maintain a little bit of that. You know, no, no, I mean, there's, there's a point where I mean, I've, I've seen people go very skinny and I'm like, like, like on a hormonal level, level, stress level, level like, like, I cannot, I cannot help you anymore. We'll, we'll move, move, but, but um, yes, yes, there's, 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 there's the, the, point the point of diminishing, diminishing returns, returns almost, almost, you know, so, but yes, there is something to be said for for mild to moderate exercise, exercise even, even in a stressed stress, physical, physical emotional, emotional state, state. So, um, mm-hmm. which, which, which is why, why I, that's it's, it's why it helps to have a tailored program, program. Mm-hmm. and I tell, and I tell people, people come, come in just move a little bit, stretch a little bit, you know, you get out of the house, whatever, we maintain a little bit of strength, you know, are you not feeling up for today, most people feel a bit better after they've left, that kind of thing, but there's obviously a point, in that, in that state, state that you described describe before, the, the next stop is, is uh, an, an institution for a two-week break, break, you know, yeah, something, something like that, that which I see a lot, a lot of as well. well. <laughs> That's my next question. Can exercise be an addiction? Yep. Oh, yes. Yeah, of, course. of course. So why? Where's the point? The endorphins that are released mm. will elevate dopamine in the brain. Now, remember what dopamine is responsible for. It's uh, reward, motivation, repetitive behavior. Mm -hmm. It's like having a line of cocaine, your Mm -hmm. first line of cocaine. It's going to give you a dopamine rush. Oh, my God, this felt good. I want Mm -hmm. another one. Mm -hmm. So with exercise, you can get into that state. Mm -hmm. Um, 
it's the same as with food. Yeah, for um, sure. It, like me, and, and uh, you know what, I realize this more and more. Um, if I have chocolate, like last night's Ferrero <laughs> Rocher, <laughs> it's hard to stop it when. To, to not go and have climb out of bed and go and have another one secretly in the kitchen mm-hmm. took a sleeping tablet. <laughs> <laughs> so I forgot about it, <laughs> not where it is. I just <laughs> forgot about it and dreamt about it instead. So how do we avoid that? How do we avoid body dysmorphia or in both diet yeah. and in both exercise? I think what we see, and you know what, I, I see so many guys um, coming through the practice with good biochemistry, normal biochemistry, and just not happy with the way that they look. Mm -hmm. Is it a social media thing? Are we becoming more body conscious um, in certain areas of society? Because believe me, I'm not seeing it in Limpopo. Mm I think body dysmorphia is a real disease. I think it's up there with depression, anxiety disorder, and you know, there's and and that there's a trauma connection to body dysmorphia, and there's a, a sense of being good enough. And where does that stem from? So it's it's a very complex um, thing to have to deal with. I don't believe that there is one quick fix for sorting that out. Um, and it's also, you know, I think you know, if you are if you tend towards being body dysmorphic, it's also to make sure that you surround yourself with people who are very honest with you and that you can trust, who will give you really honest feedback, Yes, you know, to keep you on track. Because, I mean, I suffered from body dysmorphia for years. I couldn't see. I mean, when I lost, when I did my first um, Body for Life challenge and lost 15 kilos of fat in 12 weeks and I put on a lot of muscle, it showed. Uh, I couldn't see couldn't see what other people saw. I, when I looked at the photos, I didn't recognize myself. I still saw a person who was a size 14 in the mirror, even though I was wearing a size 6 jeans. So the jeans don't lie, but the eyes lie. And it takes a long time for your brain to come in line with that. Um, but, yeah, it is a very tricky thing to overcome. It takes time. Mm. I think, Renat, you, on the other hand, uh, deal with a body dysmorphia in a different way. Um, to, 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 to both people that train and you know what would do anything mm-hmm. anabolic steroids mm. uh, testosterone under eating um, yeah. you know what insulin mm. in sure. a gym environment yeah. 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 Um, to not big enough mm. yeah no. so yeah how oh, do we deal with that that's a nice uh-huh. word it's <laughs> yeah, official, official yeah, bigorexia. Yeah. So, so, so it, 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 it feeds into, into so, so, so the aesthetic, the aesthetic aspect and, and the, what, what you, you asked earlier in terms, in terms of exercise, of exercise being addictive. addictive. Yeah. Um, so, um, so Mark, Mark explained from, from a physiological, physiological level, level what, what happens in the brain, brain and, and how, how that, that, that feeds, feeds into some of the some psychological aspects that they need to addiction. But so what 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 you spoke, you spoke about, about now, now is, is the, the um, 
there are similar things, things taking take place, place, but, but from, from an aesthetic, aesthetic perspective. perspective. Mm. Because, because I get attention, attention because, because I look, I look better, better, I um, uh, I, need I need to be bigger. bigger. I, need I need to look to better. better. I, need I need to be, to be as, as big and as lean as possible. To, in, in order, order to get, to get attention, attention, my work, my work depends, depends on it. I need to get a partner. And yes. Uh, the, modern the modern age, age multiple parts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the modern, modern age, age that we live in, in. Um, so, yeah. social, social media, media has exacerbated Extremely. I had to go, go, and, go and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm 36 years old. Years old. I still had to, when I started this journey, I wanted to look a bit different. The guy on the men's health cover. That looks cool to me. You know, there's something that resonates with me. That looks cool, I want to look like that. Okay, but I but still had to go, go buy a magazine. magazine. I mean, I mean this, this was 15, 15 years, years ago, ago when, I when I was 16 years old. Years old. Yeah. Um, not, not that long, that long ago. ago. Now, now people are being bombarded, bombarded with, with all these. these. And I mean, and so, I mean, so look, look, luckily there's information out there. If you start sifting through the nonsense, there are good content creators out there who debunk... Um, you, need you need to obviously, obviously have a have bit a of discernment yourself, but you debunk, debunk the nonsense going on on social, social media. Because, because all, all of these influences, influences fitness influences, influence, that's, that's the short term, um, claim something, something that is that not, is not possible, possible naturally, generally. So that so leads back, back into what you were saying in terms, in terms of... of of, of they are the one percenters, but, but uh, some, some of us would argue that they are even on TRT type doses. You sure. know, because they're 35 years old and they start actually at a 20 year old level, level you know, and, and that's, that's why, why they can manage it. Years of hard work in eating, but generally, you know, not just something, not something healthy, something that is. Performance and wanting drug wise are on the starting, starting to go, to go into into the outer, outer limits. limits. Um, um, so, yeah, so yeah, that's, that's why, why the problem. problem. And, and, and how I manage it is by managing expectations with clients. Mm. It's as simple as that. I use very simple principles that you come in and most people say, I want to look like this person. Showing you someone in the gym, showing you a picture of someone, they've already got a picture You know, that kind of thing. And very Quickly, depending on how, on how I read, I read that, that person, person, that makes me good at what, what I do, um, I will go, um, okay, let's okay, just start, start this process, process first, first. Uh, 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 avoid, avoid the obvious, the obvious or, or straight go into a place where I go straight away, your genetics, this is genetically determined, why this guy looks like this, yes, he works hard, he uses BEDs, he eats well, he can only do this because he's got sponsorships, someone films him, and his work is to sleep and eat and recover and train and that kind of thing, so it's so it's not, not realistic, realistic for, you, for you, but also, but also this genetic, genetic component, component. I can tell you now, your body will not look shape-wise the same way. way. So yes, so similar, similar with females. females. So, so managing expectations, you know, obviously approaching women and women a bit differently, but yes, managing expectations, that's what I do now. And if it's a real problem, not to inundate yourself with unrealistic images, you know, get off those feeds and stop doing it to yourself as a start. What I hate, and Sister Elise, you get this as well, um, especially my younger patients that come into my practice, follow 
Every Joe Soap uh. on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok. I mean, they come with the biggest load of bullshit, um, which, you know, what you now have to say to them, please go and find me the scientific evidence um, that was published in a peer review article, not someone's uh, opinion. opinion on uh. TikTok. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but those are the patients that, after the first consultation, does not come back. No, they won't mm. come back, yeah. That's fine. Um, so, we're running out of time. Um, I have one more question. Why yeah. do men lose weight faster than females? Okay. It's a because we have a bigger muscle mass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, your yeah. muscle mass is more glucose sensitive, mm-hmm. but um, estrogen is there to make sure the species survives. So yes. estrogen is there. It um, ensures that we can sit in the cave and nurture babies mm-hmm. while the hunter goes out and gets the food. So we are designed to have those excess fat stores so that we can make sure that human mm-hmm. beings can continue to thrive. I like what you've just said, because remember, to produce milk, you have to have fat. Mm-hmm. Without um, enough fat stores, you cannot lactate. Mm-hmm. Okay. So women do need the fat. Um, speak to us about m- muscle growth in in the sense of a percentage. Muscle mass that you that you gain mm-hmm. for the person at home who do not have free access to gyms. What are the exercises that we can do not only to keep the muscles strong, but to get those big muscles to grow a little bit? I I have for ones that I hate in my mind. And those are squats so because my knees are shot. Yeah. yeah. So, so very, very tricky. tricky. So that's, that's, it, that, that is, is not, not a simple, simple uh, and, uh, and, and, it, and it leads back, back to something, something that I said, that I said earlier. earlier. So, so it depends on your starting point. And when I say that, I'm referring to your starting point in terms of how much you have exercised in your life. There's something that we call newbie gains, you know, which is not an official term. But obviously it's um, uh, around when you just start resistance exercise for the first time in your life, that the adaptations from the body is, uh, is fast, it adapts quickly, and it adapts effectively. Okay, so, so that, that, that's, that's what, what I, I uh, refer to when, to when I say starting point. point. So if so you've done resistance exercise in your life, then that starting point, that process, process will be a little, be a little bit slower. slower. Okay, okay, so why I'm saying that is because of progressive overload. You can only progressively overload the body so much in your living room with your own body weight. So the body will adapt to that quite quickly if you do it properly. And, and that, that will then, the process, the process will then plateau, plateau and, and more load is then required in order to stimulate hypertrophy, hypertrophy is enlarged muscle mass. mass. Yes, yes, exactly. exactly. And that and, and that strength, strength do not, do not correlate exactly. exactly. There's, there's, there's differences between the two. So, but yes, what can one do? Again, leading into that, this also shouldn't be a deterrent. 
over exercise, exercise before, before so it doesn't, doesn't help that I start exercising in my living room, room. Again, again because I haven't trained, trained for five, five years because, because I trained, trained for so long, so long. there's something there's called, called muscle, muscle memory, memory okay? okay you've, you've lost, lost a bunch of muscle mass, mass because, you, because haven't you haven't been exercising, been exercising properly, properly and overloading and the, body. the body if, if you, you then start, start exercising in your living room, room you, you could, could quite quickly, quickly with body weight exercise stuff like squats and lunges and push-ups and maybe some version of a row with a towel you know it starts getting a bit more technical when you go in that direction your body will put back the same amount of muscle quite quickly uh, not, not all of it, all of it because, because some of them have gained with, with more overload and more specialized equipment. But, but yes, yes, so that, so that shouldn't, shouldn't be a deterrent to start again. Well, well, I need, I need to, join to join the gym because, because I used to train in the gym before. before. No. 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 no, there's, there's bodyweight body stuff, stuff that can, can be, done. be done. And there's, and there's lots of exercise techniques that increase intensity without having to increase load, like lowering the rest between sets, doing pause-type movements in specific. So that's where specificity is very important, you know, being able to design something for you that is specific. That's where tempo comes into play. The tempo that you do exercises at, the angle that you use your joints at, the, uh, whether or not you're lowering your body or pushing it up onto something, even though there's, even though you're only using a couch or table, you know. So, so it's simple, but it's difficult. So, so there is a little bit of specificity required in terms of, but it should be a deterrent. You can build muscle by doing home workouts, and that's especially challenged people as well uh, what the sister Lisa is actually mm -hmm. asking is can you build muscle by having sex <laughs> um, um, well depends is there more cardiovascular but the last study, study I saw was, was that, that it's actually, actually not, not that effective at burning calories, calories. Really? Yes. yes. Then you're doing it wrong. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a room with things. <laughs> 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 so, you know what? Um, Stefan and I are designing geriatric sex furniture. Because <laughs> 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 our joints are not moving. <laughs> Nikki, as um, to, to conclude yes. from your side. Yeah. Diet, it's difficult. We know. We need to start with a psychological aspect, setting goals, understanding uh, how difficult it's going to be. Mm. How do we combine this with exercise? So I'm going to make the commitment that I'm going to start walking once around the block every day. Mm. Um, I might do it twice a day in the morning, in the afternoon, mm. uh, or halfway around the block, but do it twice a day. Where do I start with a diet? Stuff? Okay, with the simple things as well. So to keep it as least complicated as possible, to not think that, well, it's going to cost me so much money to eat well, I'm not even going to start. Because really and truly, the things that work best are the most simple things, and they're usually for free. So you've got to eat anyway, so you may as well make a better choice. And the less the less processed food is, the cheaper it actually is. If you can, if you shop around, if you actually, if it's important to you. So this is more whole fruits and vegetables. Are yeah. there certain stuff that we stay away from, even though they're fruit and vegetables? Yeah. I know that grapes is yeah high sugar fruit. So fruit is sugar, and it is a very um, 
complicated. It, it's a contentious issue because fruit's supposed to be so healthy for you. And yes, it probably is better for your child to take an apple to school than a bar of chocolate. Of course it is because there's fiber and there's all sorts of other benefits to eating fruit. But when you are eating a lot of fruit all day long and you already have insulin resistance, mm-hmm. you are going to put on more visceral fat. Your glucose is going to go through the roof. So fruit is designed by nature to fall on the floor in autumn so that animals can eat fruit and what happens is their body fat increases so they survive the winter months. And if we're eating mangoes and grapes every day, our body fat is also going to increase, but there's no winter coming where so we have to survive. So what you are saying is I can't really at nighttime have my dried mango. Have you seen the amount of sugar in dried mango? It is, it's, yeah, it's sad, but it's, it's, you may as well go and eat your Ferrero Rocha for the same amount of sugar. Goody. <laughs> <laughs> but I can have mango. Mm, during the day before your training with protein, then you're fine. Okay. So what fruit do I eat at night time as my, after I've had my dinner. So I take my protein shake before I go to bed. Otherwise, I do get up and I go and snack. Okay. So, and but I do like fruit. Yeah. Blueberries. Uh, Any berries are um, low in sugar. At the moment, cherries. Yeah, are, cherries as well. Are out. Your stone fruit, your peaches, your plums, it's apricots. It's going higher in sugar. So your berries being the bare minimum. So strawberries and things like that. In the book, there is a, there's a sugar-free pavlova in the book. Yeah. Which you can have as dessert every night. So everything in there has got sure. more than adequate amounts of protein. And but the ice cream, the, ice cream the berry ice cream made with whey protein. So have that for dessert every night, and you'll be fine. It'll it'll satiate that craving for sweetness, and there's fruit in there, but there's also protein, which is the key. Okay. Um, that brings us to the end of our show. It also brings us to the end of a series on on weight loss. Um, Raynaud, from your side, we know where we start, is start simple, just move. I always tell my patients, and I hope that you agree with us, especially if you're carrying weight, exercise and water. Just go and walk in your pool. Yeah. It takes the weight off your joints, and you're training against resistance. It's difficult to walk in water. So, you know what, and it's, it's, summer. it's beautiful, so it's some of it's no excuse, yeah. and it doesn't need to be deep water, please mm. just somewhere between yeah. your navel and your nipples yeah. is, is a good way to start and get the kids involved, try and create that whirlpool effect mm. in the pool, yeah. we always used to do that, to see how fast we can, and then you know what, you lie on a lilo and you go around, around, around <laughs> with a gin and tonic. So, okay. Um, next week, um, Sister Lisa Simpiwe and Stacy um, will be back with me. And we're going to take a, a fun look at the topics that we've done this year. So, obviously, we're going to talk about stuff that we've done with you, Nikki. Reynard, thank you for your time. We'll, uh, we'll get thank you thank back you onto the show. If people want to get hold of you, um, do you maybe do online training for them as, as I, well? I, 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 I do, I do um, um, uh, provide, provide a service. Okay, so contact details for you? On Virgin Active's website, they will find me under the Randberg banner. And, and uh, my, email my email address, address is over there. there. Cell phone details. Give it to us quickly. Your email address. So Smith Reinhardt is small letters S M I T R E I N H A R D T zero two at gmail dot com. 
Okay, perfect. And if, if you want to contact Raynat and you missed that, you can contact us at the T-Clinic. Our website, www.theclinic.com or call Alice or CJ on 010-824-1393. Guys, um, it's the last show that we're going to do with you. Please have a wonderful, wonderful festive season. Be safe. And uh, Nikki, you and I will see each other early in the new year. Yes, for sure. Raynaud, you're a patient, so we always see you. <laughs> <laughs> so, have a good one, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. That was the Tea Health Show, empowering you with knowledge. Download all previous episodes on your favorite podcast platform. The Tea Health Show is brought to you by Tea Clinic.